0: Hey there, Sam with you here at the start of another week. And what a fabulous day it is in Sydney, Australia today. Blue skies, a little fresh, not much. Beautiful day, nice temperature, and everyone's feeling good out there. Um, I know I am, and I hope you are wherever you are. Um, I've been talking in the past about purpose. I've been talking in the past about cognitive connections. I got to thinking, are cognitive connections and the ability to connect cognitively, uh, are they part of something that you build up neural connections and uh, opening up your heart and not being afraid to be open? Is that something that's natural, you're born with? Or does it happen uh, because you work at it? I really think it's a a combination of both. Um, But I do think you can develop it if you don't have it. In fact, I know you can. I've seen people do it. I've seen people change and grow. I saw that during my time in the insurance industry, which was 40 years. And I saw people come in. particularly school teachers. School teachers made excellent insurance people because they were able to explain um, complex products and policies um, in a very straightforward way that made it uh, easier for the person purchasing to understand. But I saw how their cognitive skills grew um, and they were far more open after three, four, five years than they had been when they started. Not just school teachers, I don't wanna make it exclusive to them, but a whole range of people who'd been um, previously in other jobs, professions, uh, occupations. Um, I'm gonna give you a couple of examples of how cognitive connections have worked for me. The first one, I was going to attend an insurance conference um, in America and uh, I was uh, on my way to Chicago in the aircraft. I was flying on the 747, uh, one of the earlier ones. Flew Sydney, Honolulu um, and then Honolulu, Los Angeles and then I changed flights, Los Angeles, Chicago. friend of mine um, asked me to deliver a very important package uh, that he had to an associate of his in London. And I said, London? John, you've got to be kidding me. He said, Sam, uh, on the ticket you've got, you can go round the world. You don't have to fly straight back. And I caught on that particular type of ticket. He said, just fly back, uh, you know, to New York and then to London and then back to Sydney. I said oh mate I will of course because you're my pal you're my friend and you help friends I'm sitting on the plane I've had a snooze there was no one in the two seats next to me unusual I've enjoyed a good stretch and a good sleep and I've woken up and then probably very annoyingly I've turned around in my seat I've knelt on it after they've taken the breakfast tray away um And there's a woman behind me uh, with two young girls. Um, uh, They weren't in their teens yet. They were probably an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old. And I said, hello, did you have a nice night? Did you sleep? She looked up a bit surprised and said, yes. I said, where are you off to? She said, "Um, Hawaii, Honolulu. I said, oh, fabulous. I said, how did you get the girls out of school. So early, I knew because I had two daughters about the same age who were still in school um, and and the headmistress was very strict about them not leaving school before the school holidays began. Other parents had tried it and failed. So um, she said, well, it's um, fairly important. Um, their father uh, works in in London and he's had business dealings in America and he's flying to Honolulu to meet us. And we're having a couple of weeks as, as a family with the girls who are boarders um, in Hawaii. I said, oh, beautiful. I said, by any way out chance, would your husband be, and I mentioned the person's name, and she said, yes, good heavens. How did you know that? I said, oh, it was just a a guess, an educated guess. I said, I've got something for him. Now, this is true, folks. I swear to you, this is absolutely true. I said, I've got something for you. I stood up, unclicked the overhead compartment cabin, took down my satchel, opened it up and said, see, this parcel, um, it wasn't uh, a small parcel. It was Quite large, but it still fitted in my satchel. Um, I said, See, it's got your husband's name on it. She said, Yes. I said, Would you give it to him, please, um, and tell him it's from my friend John? And uh, she said, Yes, of course I will. Uh, and with that, I wished them a happy trip, happy landings, and a great vacation. Sat down, very happy with myself. I was now able. To attend my conference, finish with it, and fly back to Oz. That was cognitive connections at work. That was mind and heart working together. I'll now give you another example, which is synchronicity. And talking of synchronicity, which is all part and parcel of this, somehow, I've got no idea how, somehow they they all work together um as does something my wife and i call the magic which i'll explain to you at another time but um if i'm in the in 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 the city and if i'm working whatever i'm doing and i phone her up and say darling the magic's working she knows exactly what i mean and it's also unexplainable but that's for a future podcast Um, so Another time, another period, my daughters are older and we're flying overseas again to attend a family-oriented insurance conference, but also we're taking a side trip and we're going to Disneyland. Girls are excited. We're taxiing out of Sydney's International Airport and um, my youngest daughter's in the the front, right where the bulkhead is in, in, in economy she's there next to her is my wife and next to her on the aisle um, third seat is a, a very nicely dressed Asian gentleman um, then in behind them is my elder daughter at the window then me and then no one in the seat next to me and my wife says Sam and the guy next to her said yes She said, no, I meant Samuel Leon, my husband, who's sitting behind. And he said, my name is Samuel Leon. My wife said, you're kidding me. We're still taxiing out, right? And uh, he said, no, let me show you. He picks up his briefcase. Um, It was one of those Cartier ones. I don't know if you'll remember them long while back, but they were uh, red leather. With a CC on it. And he goes, click, click, opens it up. And in the top pocket, you can already see it, is Commonwealth of Australia letterhead. And it's the full big deal. It's all embossed and gold. There's the kangaroo and the emu. He said, Look, you can see this letter from your government is addressed to me. And it says, Mr. Samuel Leon. Unbelievable. And then he said, They actually left the G off. It's Samuel Leong. But he said, um, you'll see my name. Well, it was weird for me to be looking at my name on somebody else's letter, piece of paper. Um, Mobile phones were pretty new. And he had a mobile phone. Now, this is really creepy. I couldn't believe it. His was one digit different to mine. His date of birth was the same day in the same month as mine. Not the same year. He was younger than me by about oh I would have guessed ten years, maybe not even fifteen, ten, twelve years younger than me. But it was the same date um, in the same day in the same month. Um, and he he explained that he was representing his family's porcelain business with Australian retailers, that the family business had been going for 200 years in in China. (laughs) But that was almost as old as Australia um, at the time. And he said uh, he'd just done a deal with uh, our David Jones stores to uh, stock their porcelain in their Uh, upmarket gallery area and I am well now I'm getting ahead of myself anyhow um, he got off uh, somewhere and we flew on and uh, he came into my office about six or eight months later my PA came in and she said, Sam, there's a guy outside saying he's Sam Leon. I said, yes, I know who he is. Is he a tall, good-looking Asian gentleman? She said, yes. I said, please ask him to come in. I jumped up from behind my desk and grabbed his hand and shook it. He sat down. He told me that this was his last trip to Australia. Everything had been perfect and gone well for him, but he brought a little gift for Pam and I. And as I am recording this, I'm looking in our, uh, for want of a better name, China cabinet or porcelain cabinet, little small cabinet with nice little things in it, and I'm looking at that vase. Now, that's synchronicity, and that is part and parcel of cognitive connections. They were both at work at that time. And I've got heaps more stories like that that I'll be telling you in future episodes of this podcast. You have an absolutely fabulous day and a great week. Enjoy your week. I'll be talking with you tomorrow um, after I've met a mate of mine that I'll tell you all about who's just arrived in Australia from America. All the best. Bye now.